It's time. The most listened to show on Sirius XM. The show that will change radio forever. The show that everyone will be talking about. The show starring the most interesting man in the business. Is not this show. Instead, Mike Babchick and his friends are taking you on a trip through the week that was on Mad Dog Sports Radio. They're discussing the biggest stories with the hottest takes from the channel. The week is over, and this is Mike Babchick's Morning After. after. Now, here is everyone's Morning After Regret, Mike Babchick. Okay, terrific, and welcome to Mike Babchick's Morning After, where we listen back to Mad Dog Sports Radio's Best commentary of the week, all the gold on the biggest stories in sports and entertainment as morning after continues to not take over the world. The buzz has been non-existent. The show has been critically crapped on. The show that is so bad that there's a new show on Sirius XM that is called The Morning After. <laughs> they gave them our name. <laughs> How could well, this be? Hello? It's not exact. It's not exact. Oh, the. yeah. The, the's the big difference. As we're still here for now, you hear the voice of Eddie Erickson, the producer of Mad Dog Unleashed, and Alex Hardy, the producer of Nightcap with the great George Reister. And then there's Jared Moore, who's holding on by a thread, and he produces Morning <laughs> After and nothing else. No, and JT the Brick, or his dog would call him, JT Brick. Yes. Because he thinks Brick's his last name. Now, that's true. There's another channel here, Sports Grid, that has come to Sirius XM, and I'm happy. It's great. I love Sports Grid. They're amazing. They got the great (laughs) Scott (laughs) Farrelli, Scott (laughs) Wetzel. I mean, they got them all, right? Sports Grid. (laughs) But they got a morning show called The Morning After. Isn't that us? Wow. What the hell's happening over here? I thought we were promised more airtime. What the heck? Maybe my dreams finally come true and this show's getting canceled. That'd be freaking awesome. (laughs) Yeah, you could go uh, produce uh, the better the morning after. The The morning morning after. after. This is Babchick's morning after. Sorry, guys. I'm bringing it down. You know, at the end of every single episode of morning after, I always ask the audience, hey, tweet it morning after and let me know what you want to hear on the next morning after. You know, the morning after, their producer actually emailed me and he said, what's the deal with this Shine 3 that everybody wants to hear more of? (laughs) All the feedback goes to them. Jared Moore, you better check your uh, no trade clause because we're going to try to trade you. That's that's some strange humor right there. Free agent salary cap humor. And the sports grid. They got some brand new shows like Good Morning Men, A Mad Dog Not Leashed, JT the Cinder Block. Uh, It's going to be fantastic. And then, hey, guys, to round out the programming at night on sports grid, the nightcap. I figured it would be an evening cap. The. No, there's a big difference the. there. And, oh, they're also going to sign a guy, uh, Patrick McAfee. Uh, he's going to bring him and his friends. They're going to bark a lot on that program. So you got that. What is next? We want our name back. What's the better show? <laughs> Tweet at them or us and let us know what the better morning Tweet after at someone, is. Tweet someone, please. Tweet at someone, but I want the feedback to come to us. I love the sports grid. I can't get oh. enough sports grid. I can't oh, sleep. All right, we got you covered this hour. We're going to recap all the happenings the past week on Mad Dog Sports Radio. That's right. So let me, the lovable loser for Morning Man, the guy you know and know, guide you through the week that was on Channel 82. And what a week it was. Think about all the sports. Of course, you had Let's to go. Give them to me. Give them to me. You want it? I'll give it to you right now, huh? That's football. We saw the Browns crush the Steelers. We saw the... What else did happen? <laughs> oh, my God. I told you to write the six games. 
I don't need to write Holy it down. You got the Ravens advancing. Now they're going to take on the Buffalo Bills. You got Doug Peterson fired. You got Urban Meyer as the next head coach of the Jacksonville Jaguars. His heart's all better now. You got a championship that goes to Alabama yet again. And in the NBA, you got James Harden being traded to the Brooklyn Nets. We're going to get to that in the B block section of Babchick's Morning After. See, the, the morning after doesn't have blocks. We do. Just say it later. <laughs> Wait a minute. You're throwing TV lingo now around? Hey, we got competition now. We got to be the best morning after on Sirius XM. Now, I didn't mention the Saints beating the Bears. Now they're going to take on the Bucks. But that's where we start with Mad Dog Chris Russo on Mad Dog Unleashed. That game was on CBS, Tony Romo and Jim Nance. But it was also on another channel at the exact same time. Anybody who's watching that Nickelodeon for the game needs their head examined. <laughs> the girl, when the bear dropped the touchdown in the end zone, said, oh, almost, almost. This is the NFL. Almost. <laughs> I mean, that's not the response you want. That Nickelodeon, Nickelodeon thing I could not get into. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Now, this guy can't say Nickelodeon. Nickelodeon. And then he's actually upset with the coverage on the channel. The play-by-play? Uh, she did a terrible job. She just said maybe there on the touchdown. She's an actress. She's not actually a color analyst dog. You, you do know that, right? This is just a have some fun and bring in the kids. Actually, a horrible job. How about giving me something there? Let the game breathe. Let the game breathe. I mean, Eddie Harrison, you know this guy. You're telling me that man Doug Chris Russo doesn't watch Nickelodeon? He doesn't watch Nickelodeon. He's never heard of Nickelodeon. Remember, has there been a more absentee father than Chris Mad Dog Russo? Come on. Do you think this guy <laughs> sat around what? watching? Do you think this guy sat around watching SpongeBob and you can't do that on TV or any other Nickelodeon show? You can't do that. Wow. Well, that would be more in my age range, but hey, he ever dude. sat around Chris Russo watching of Nickelodeon any of shows? He wouldn't watch Nickelodeon as he would say, if they filmed it in his backyard. Oh, I draw uh, the blinds, draw the blinds. On, on SpongeBob. I would draw the blinds on him. <laughs> so hence the reason he's never heard of Nickelodeon, nor can he pronounce it. I love it. You're like, there's no more absentee father. I mean, I'm sure like fathers who are <laughs> actually, there is, well, there's fathers to. who are actually, you know, you're talking to me another like, quote unquote, absentee father who's not <laughs> absent. See, we're present. If there was a roll call every day, Mando Chris Russo, yeah, here I am. Just because you don't spend time Maybe. with the children. Maybe. I mean, this is a guy that told me the worst vacation he ever had was his family at Disney World. The happiest <laughs> place on earth, and that for him, was the worst vacation he ever went on. That's all you need to know. <laughs> well, that does seem horrible. Me and Mad Dog's fathering skills are very similar. Yeah, I was just going to say, the you skills. guys are very similar. <laughs> That's it. I've said it all. <laughs> you said it all. I've called him a bad father. <laughs> what else can you say? <laughs> <laughs> and just because Mad Dog doesn't know his fourth child's name doesn't mean that he's a bad dad. It's tough. You have four of them. Who remembers the fourth? So he the got forgotten three. Russo. So Mad Dog wasn't a big Clarissa Explains It All uh, fan. I mean, Mad Dog explains it all. If Mad Dog had a show called Mad Dog, explains it all what would he be explaining here's you he would be explaining why Leave the Lombardi Packers are the best team ever <laughs> let me explain something to you uh we're gonna go through all the tiebreaker scenarios of uh, an right NFL there. season and we're gonna do it in week three so here we go <laughs> if there was a nine-way tie for the a uh, AFCs which would be impossible there's only four teams <laughs> what's the what is the fourth tiebreaker get, let me explain that to you man you get the it all. book and if you don't oh. remember who the playoff team is you get slimed uh, that'd be pretty great, actually. We should do that. Eddie, next time you're at Dog's house, you should slime him. How is I'd the rather just punch him right in the face. How about that? <laughs> yeah, you can call <laughs> or that anything. sliming. All right. <laughs> so, so far today, you've called him a horrible father, and you want to... <laughs> 
Uh, get violent with them, which is, you know, I, I think par for the course. It's a good start to the show. And Eddie Erickson does make a trip up to Mad Dog Chris Russo's house every single week. Oh, uh, what happened this week? Anything eventful? Uh, no, I had to go up there really early to take care of a couple uh, other items, but I did get a great nap in during his baseball show uh, down in my very comfortable basement. <laughs> is. Wait a second. You took a nap at someone else's house? Hey, that is heroic. You deserve oh, a medal so good. for that. That's so good. a medal of honor for that. You one took of the, a one nap. One of the great naps. During the day, you took a nap at somebody else's house. Congratulations. That's amazing. His couch is so comfortable, I just sunk right into it, and he's got a pole that kind of obstructs him from where I was sitting. I kind of slouched down. I just closed my eyes. Oh, it was great. Did you wake up with a pole obstructing your view? Oh, sure. Yeah, I see what you did there. That's pretty clever. <laughs> I had, a, I had a giant pole yeah. in my face when I woke up. Wow. Hubba, hubba. <laughs> I'm just saying, when I when I go to sleep, I still wake up with the, uh, you know, the morning wood. You rather. I mean, I, you still got the that. morning wood. still have wood. that, right? The morning wood. I'm reduced to pee hard-ons these days. How's that? <laughs> what? <laughs> you ever, like, search Mando's house looking for his porn collection? Nah, I wouldn't even want to know. I think you look at that, and it, it pulls back the curtain on a potentially really weird, strange relationship going forward. Then, you may never look at that person the same way again. Then why do you keep sending me your videos of Dixie Trailer Parker? I mean, do I... <laughs> <laughs> that's not too much. So that's not, that's okay. That's fine, well, totally well, fine. I love it. I play a game now where I have to, like, try to top Eddie's strangeness. So it's like the other day, he's like, Boat orgies? That's all you got? Boat orgies, Babs? <laughs> Come on. You could do better than that. Ooh. All right. How about uh, The Morning Man? We took on Nickelodeon as well. And Evan Cohen and Mike Patrick, weekday, 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern time. Love the fact that the NFL put a game on the Cartoon Channel. They had so many fascinating things in this broadcast. I loved it. The sideline reporter. And Lex Lumpkin or whatever his he, name is. Lex Lumpkin guy. needs to be on every single game for the rest of time. <laughs> Lex Lumpkin. He could not say Mitchell Trubisky's name as he was trying to like give this trophy out at the end. But he was awesome. He was doing Denzel Washington. He was doing all types of voices. He did he was an Obama and then a Gabby. Then Obama. Did a Cardi B I saw. Like they were doing bits. It was tremendous. Cardi B. Noah Eagle did a, you know, the Cardi B. What, what is that? Not, what, not, whatever you Kakua. did. Was, Kakua. What? What? The I, real Kakua. Boom. Yeah, that's what it is. But I was Lex Lumpkin. Sorry, uh, Leslie Visser. So long. I mean, Lex Lumpkin. <laughs> he's, Visser. he's everything. Leslie Visser. What year is this? That's all I could think of. Everything went blank. Uh, so now in Lumpkin. my head, all I'm thinking about is Tori being joined by Lex Lumpkin tonight at oh. 6 Eastern. We got Lux Lumpkin here. Can you give me that Denzel one more time? <laughs> <laughs> this is your broadcast team. Lex Lumpkin. <laughs> Lex Lumpkin, guy by the, the way. I know he's like what kind of name is that? If that? That sounds like a name of something that Mike would watch. Yeah. That I, sounds I, like I, somebody in a movie that you would watch. Yeah, I was waiting. You know, the next Rex Blumpkin would show up there. I mean, yeah, and there's Rex Ryan. So that's <laughs> what you show. said, Lex Lumpkin. Eddie. What if other networks got the rights? Like, I would love a game on Food Network. And it's like Guy Fieri hosting it. And they just literally go through the pregame meals for every one of the players. So, like, Breeze, like, all right, so there's Drew Breeze, first down, whatever. So, like, they're guessing his meal. That would be great. A Food oh, Network yeah, broadcast of the NFL? Bobby Flay's got to be on the call. Gianna? Giada. And Guy. Boom. That's your booth. Who does sidelines? Alton, Alton Brown's on the sidelines. No, no. Alton Brown is the Steratore Pereira because he's always with, like, yeah. the Telestrator and things like that. He's the rules expert. Uh, Molly Yee I would like on the sidelines. I'm big on her. 
Pioneer Woman could be pregame. We could get her in the pregame mix. <laughs> but um, no, you're right. Alton Brown is the rules analyst. I wanted on Skinamax. You're doing a late night game, and then you basically just move to nudity eventually. And you have analysts, of course you do, and you figure that out that way. And then, you know, balls deep and all their references. Double teaming <laughs> tight end. Then you just cut to like, you know, speaking of that, and then you go to a yeah. version of that. Mm, yes. Okay. And, you know, a team coming from behind, and then you show the Brazzers footage. I mean, <laughs> yes, you bring it all together. That's hardcore football. There it was, the morning men. Evan Cohen and Mike Babchick, weekdays, 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern time. And, yeah, I mean, think about what you could do on the Skinamax thing, too. I mean, just think about slime cannons. I mean, it gives you a whole new meaning. And, you know, the pylons could be uh, little penises shooting stuff left and right. Yeah, sure, that would go over really yeah. well. That's huh. great. Would it even matter in uh, Buffalo when they throw those giant dildos on the right. field? Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> we already have that. <laughs> so we already, you know what? That's what we needed. Someone already beat you. Uh, they did have an F bomb, <laughs> a big one. So now SpongeBob. That's the next episode of SpongeBob where he learns how to curse. So you got that. Oh, uh, Cordero. <laughs> oh, uh, Hardy. I got a lot of bad jokes on this game. I mean, they could have done a whole thing on Manti Teo having an imaginary friend. Hey, kids, <laughs> it's okay to have one. So does he. Evan brought up a good point about the cookie show, but like, so Evan says the Food Network, and who do I think of? Julia Child, who actually, she's been dead since 2004. Oh, yes. Look that up. (laughs) The the thought of Julia Child actually calling a game to me is funny. Was that a catch? Was that a catch? Exactly. So you know that. So you know the reference. I don't know. Good. Oh, yeah, well, of course. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, see, he's not too old. He's not too old. I couldn't tell if his foot was inbounds or out of bounds. (laughs) I think that's a turnover. Reminds me of an apple turnover that I once made. That sounded funny in my head. (laughs) (laughs) What about you, uh, Jared Moore? I would go uh, CNN. Go like Wolf Blitzer on the play-by-play and John King on the Telestrator. If he can find all those extra votes in Fulton County and Miami-Dade and all all those places, he can break down the (laughs) A-gap. That's actually not a bad idea. We'll have Fox do the game. We'll have CNN do the game. And you'll get completely two different recaps. And you get a different score without a doubt. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that would be a that hey, would be Saints amazing. Saints win 21-17. And we go over to Fox. <laughs> Saints lose 21-17. Oh, one. Oh, cash my bet. Oh, one. I just want to know who won. Oh, that's good. Evan Cohen came up with that one a while back at Morning Man. I think that's where Jerry got that from. Don't give him too much credit, uh, Eddie. That is the game. That is the way to do it. Oh, well, then, you know, that's it. Have CNN do one. Have Fox do the other. And not only will you get different scores, they will see it completely different ways. Oh, Tom Brady (laughs) was injured in that game. He's done for the year. No, he wasn't. Tom Brady's (laughs) playing next week. It's going to be awesome. (laughs) Oh, man. All right. Well, then I guess we'll keep Jared Moore. We won't trade him to the morning after. We'll keep him on Babchick's morning after. And how about... Pat McAfee here on Mad Dog Sports Radio as we recap all the great That's football. That's Nickelodeon. Let's go. That's slime. You know, they talked about slime. Take it away, Pat and the boys. I had no idea that you Nickelodeon nerds wanted to get slime. I did not know that was something that had your honor. That's awesome. Oh, Badge of honor, we, indeed. Badge of honor. Can we say nerds? I mean, hey, just ask Dump that shit on my head. Yeah. Give it to me. Yes. Please. That's right. Slime me. This vanilla pudding like substance. Mm-hmm. Dump what? it on my head. Please. It was, it was making it rain as a child. Really? Oh, yeah. uh-huh. Slime the shit out of me, yeah. dude. Please. Because I feel like I didn't watch a lot of Nick, obviously. When I did watch Nickelodeon. 
What's the losers that? were getting slimed. Yeah. Because listen, I was all about them getting in the slime zone, but I thought mm-hmm. the slime zone potentially comes like on a sack or something like. No. And you guys are getting vanilla pudding blasted on your face and body. Huh? I thought Wait, it was what? a loser thing, but instead, it, it, somehow, I see what he's doing. Flipped. And by the way, Cameron Jordan, I think viewed it like me. I ain't fucking doing it. No. He said, I just want a game. Yeah, I get a Hannibal Lecter mask on the whole thing. He gets out of there. See, I would assume that Those family lost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. losers. Probably. But that's the thing yeah, about Nickelodeon is even when you lose, you win. You win with the slime. Are I'm you really win? not sure what just happened. I don't know either. Was that? <laughs> were they making references to things that we understand, it, or were I they just talking it, about slime on Nickelodeon? No, sli- no yeah, actually, getting think, slimed on Nickelodeon. That's not what I think. When I hear "shot to the face" and vanilla yogurt, I'm not sure that's what we're talking I about. I thought the so same too. Thing. But well, Hardy, you make you make your case, Alex Hardy. I too would have loved to get slimed, and then I turned nine years old, and I thought that green stuff is disgusting. I've, I, oh, it's better than the vanilla white stuff. Well, that's. True. True. I don't know what McAfee is going on about. Oh! Wow! Getting slimed in this day and age, like I'd be more concerned about like, oh, well, now we got to get in the car and drive home. I don't want to get that stuff all over the car seat and all that stuff. <laughs> oh, it would be more of an inconvenience than anything else. He's become his father. <laughs> You've become your father. Do you tell the waiter and waitress your name? No. Jared, do you help people back out of parking spots? Are you just referencing bad Auto insurance commercials. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, you know, Nickelodeon. I mean, is it known for cartoons? Because I was going to ask you guys, like, give me your Mount Rushmore of cartoon characters. Like, for Nickelodeon, it is SpongeBob. That's their MJ. But for me, Jessica Rabbit is going to be on there because that was oh, the first God. one. Oh, you, oh, oh, you didn't do no. that? She-Hulk was another. The cheetah-looking one from Thundercats. Ho! <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want to fight cartoon characters with anyone, and I, I hate Mount Rushmores. But it it starts and ends with Bugs Bunny. Okay, wow. so that's it. We can't even debate it. We can't I'm even not debate arguing. it. I'm not going to argue. It starts and ends with Bugs Bunny. How does Bugs that's get it. four spots? <laughs> you can't give them all to Looney Tunes. There's nothing better than Looney Tunes. I don't care. Yeah, Looney not- Tunes were the first original. Get all the friends together, super team. You know, like the. Uh, <laughs> Like the big three, LeBron James. Actually, Looney Tunes came first. They're they're stacked. That's where LeBron got the idea from. All right, let's get to Adam Shine, who refused to talk about Nickelodeon. But that is what's keeping his hair in place. That's what he uses for hair gel. He uses the slime. Let's hear from Shine. Shine on sports. Friend of the radio program. Why not? Absolutely phenomenal. Simply tremendous. Oh, good. Talking about the big blowout from Super Wild Card Weekend, the Browns destroying the Pittsburgh Steelers. Heard about it. Take it away. (laughs) Here we go, brownies. Oh, God. Go. Oh, my God. <laughs> Here we uh, go, brownies. Better than it's I expected. Yankee season already. Uh, uh, we told you. What? We yes. called it. We said all Who's week we? long. We said it on Friday. Maybe you. That the all Cleveland week Browns on Friday. to beat the Pittsburgh Steelers. <laughs> we locked it in. We Short said week. it was going to happen. Who's we? For a variety of reasons. We're a family. The Cleveland Browns. Let's start with this. They're the better football team mm. all year long. I know what the records say. If you have watched these teams play objectively during the season, if you mm-hmm. watch Pittsburgh during mm-hmm. the year, when they mm-hmm. were 11-0, and 0, you give them credit, you didn't crown them. They still had a ton of issues and a ton them. of flaws. When you can't run, when you have injuries on defense, when you have a wide receiver who's more interested in talking trash and more interested in the old TikTok than anything else. That's, that's and a coach true. and veterans TikTok. who enabled Juju Smith-Schuster. Mm-hmm. When you have a 38-year-old quarterback coming off of elbow surgery, mm-hmm. worst running attack in the league, you're dead. 
You're dead on arrival. Ah, well, you know, I did bet on the Browns and the over in that game. So and I the over. That. Heard about it. Uh, so you, you got Heard that. Heard about Look it. this guy. <laughs> <laughs> now, as promised. No, it's not Sal Palantonio. It's a new segment right here on Morning After, the call of the week. And the call of the week happened to come into Morning Men with Evan Cohen and Mike Babchik. Weekdays, 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern Time. A caller, the morning after, reacting to the Browns. Huge win, and this guy was fired up. Rob in Florida on Mad Dog Sports Radio. What's up, Rob? Hi. Hi. I just wanted to say it was a good game last night. Okay. <laughs> Anything else? I just wanted to say I I just wanted to say um the Pittsburgh um did not play very good, but the Browns did. That's right. <laughs> yeah. I mean I think we realized that. You know. No, but I mean nothing. No, but I mean I meant I meant I meant the Browns did a better job um controlling the ball. They did have no turnovers. Hmm. No bloopers. Well, all right. We have True. A- Can we call you AP Rob? You're giving us a news report. I like this. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Do you help Magic right. Johnson with his tweets? Yeah, I think that's Magic Johnson's ghostwriter there. <laughs> what a call, guys. I think this uh, show is good. We do and so, a show where we, we lo- talk around clips. We got you covered <laughs> For the next hour with more clips. 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 Here we go. Clips. Here we go. Here we go. Clips. Here we go. I refuse to chant. Sabin, Grandma, Whipped Cream. It's all coming up next right here on Mike Babchick's Morning After. The best meets the worst. The best stories from the week recapped by the worst host on the channel. This is Babchick's Morning After. Ah, uh, yes, and welcome back to Mike Babchick's Morning After as we recap all the happenings of the week that was on Channel 82 with America's Morning After Regret. That's me, Mike Babchick, and I got my guys here who were guzzling down the programming all week long. Oh, Eddie uh, yes, Erickson, yes, he, had, yes, he had a couple yes. extra there. Yeah, give me another one, bartender. <laughs> I need to guzzle down the programming. He's the producer of Mad Dog Unleashed. For now, oh, no. and Alex Hardy, the producer of Nightcap with George Reister, and there is Jared Moore sitting in front of a wall of video games. Yeah. Very proud of him, though. Very Thank proud you. of them. College football championship as the season has come and gone, and Alabama Crimson Tide, they won again. Shocker. I'm not bored by them. You say shocker. I'm not bored by them yet. I still think that it's not exactly 100% predictable because, hey, if Alabama took on Clemson this year, maybe Clemson would have won. You know, one year Alabama, one year Clemson, but Steve Torrey was fired up. The day after the national championship game, talking about how Alabama crushed Ohio State to win the title. Devontae Smith last night, the Heisman Trophy winner, was, as I just mentioned, spectacular. With the 12 catches, 215 yards, three touchdowns at halftime. I mean, setting all sorts of records, and he dislocates his finger and, um, you know, couldn't participate in the second half. But there's been a lot of discussion. All right. That was good. Um, Who sings that song, by the way? 
Can, can you name that? I can name that. Oh, in that too. That was scorpions. The yeah. so scorpion. That's what I thought. Yes. <laughs> there we go. Click on my part. <laughs> oh, so what an appearance, Jared. No, really perfectly fine. It. It's all. It's all part of entertainment. I think some people might have enjoyed it. That that got brought me back to my days in the '80s. But anyway, um, <laughs> you know. So as far as Ohio State goes, I mean, as far as the um, the draft goes with, with the Jets. See, we like it so much. We're playing it again. So the Jets have the second overall pick. <laughs> Wow. Wow. That's great, man. Hey, Jared, I know Jared Moore was running the uh, board there for uh, Steve Torrey. I think that's got to be a regular thing. I mean, anytime Torrey's just going too deep. There's been a lot of discussion. All right. That's what you got to do with Steve Torrey. I I like how he said it brought you back to the 80s. Can you imagine oh, yeah. Steve Torrey in the 80s? Oh, uh, he brought me right back to the uh, 1980s there when I had a uh, full head of hair, no Zoom meetings. None of this, uh, you know, 12 <laughs> meetings a day. I mean, they just keep another meeting, another meeting. It's just rough. Back in the 80s when I was taking edibles. Wait a minute. That's today. I'm, I was smoking weed regularly back then. Now I do edibles. Triple A Mad Dog, 688-63. You guys want to go back to the 80s with me? Uh, Steve Torrey back in 1980. I'm running around the high school with my mates. That's uh, my crew. What? My crew. Uh, we call each other the mates. <laughs> Actually, yeah, that's true, Eddie. That's a that real is, story? That's, yeah, Steve Torrey used to run around the crew in high school called the Mates. I don't know if they were in a yacht club. As soon as you said that, I envisioned Torrey in one of those little sailor caps. <laughs> hey, mate. Or he's an eye patch. Could be a pirate. Did they ah, do it with, mate. Did they do it with an Australian accent? Well, Alex Hardy's Throw Australian. some shrimp on the barbie. Yeah, Hardy's Australian. He knows, but Tori would walk around with his mates. That couldn't have been the toughest crew in town. I would think they got their ass kicked every week. The sharks and the mates. The jet sharks are way tougher than the mates. That's a great point. That name loses a little of its ferocity. Are you actually afraid? (laughs) If you're going to have a a rumble like they did in the 60s, are you afraid of the mates? Oh, the mates are coming. Oh, look out. What are they going to do? Clean our stern. <laughs> oh, look out. Here come the mates. We're headed to sea. Oh, man. Uh, That's a boat turn. Nautical Tory. <laughs> SpongeBob lived under the sea, but it's really Steve Tory. He takes an edible flavor with pineapple under the sea. Steve Tory. <laughs> All right. No singing. Uh, Steve Tory, live from the 80s. Everybody's talking about this thriller album. I don't know. What do you guys think? You think I should uh, buy that or not? I did like the Jackson 5. I'm more of a rock guy. I have a chance to uh, buy stock into uh, IBM. You guys think that'll be a good company? Probably not. <laughs> I think I'll pass on that. This Microsoft thing. How ridiculous. Uh, I don't think computers will ever work out. They're just too confusing. Like, how would you do your out-of-office email? How do you do that? Uh, call me. AAA Mad Dog 6. Oh, my God. My house phone's ringing again. Oh, Steve. Boy. What is this? Steve Hurt. Hello, this is Morning After. Uh, yes, I'm calling in to interrupt this internet show. Yeah, this is a broadcast. We're an internet oh, show. Oh, oh, it's a real <laughs> program. I'm calling to, uh, oh, my God. you about your, your car's extended warranty. Yeah, I'm going to pass. Yeah, I'll, can I can I hit one to opt out of that, please? Yeah, we're gonna opt out of that, but thank yeah, you. Yeah, put me on the phone. Mike, did you write? Put me on. Did you write all his thank notes? Thank you. <laughs> How about Patrick Mawa on the rap? He broke down the game and talked about Nick Saban and how great he's really been. The bottom line with 
Alabama and Saban, he's got a car that goes 80 miles an hour and everybody else's tops out at 65. Ohio State and everybody else, they're driving 65 on the freeway, so they're speeding. But here comes Bama driving 80, blowing right past you like you're standing still. Bama's cool. The 80 miles an hour is just the better players. It's the better engine. It's the better car. It's the faster car. It's Devontae Smith. It's Najee Harris. It's Jalen Waddell. It's it's everybody. It's a lot of people in the car. And if you don't know, Bama, 2021, the recruiting class is the best he's ever had. I knew that. Oh, really? <laughs> so it's not going to stop. They've had peers. Alabama this year didn't have a peer. Ohio State, they couldn't hang. Clemson, just not the same team. It's not just the championship last night. It's the six championships in the last 12 years. It's 50-50. What's the fastest you ever got to? Oh, the, what, the fastest I've ever driven? No, I was asking Eddie. <laughs> One one ten. I was driving Mike Frances's uh Mercedes Benz, the big what's the big one? X class. Whatever whatever the biggest class. class is. I was driving that thing on the uh Southern State Parkway out here on Long Island. Didn't even know it. I just glanced down one ten. Like <laughs> and we were, swear to God. So Mike was in the back? I mean you're driving around. Nah, or he, was on, he was on the way to the hospital. They thought he was having a heart attack. And that <laughs> <laughs> You were and you were you were driving really fast. In the other direction. You didn't want you like go ahead. No, I was, dri- I, was, I was actually driving home. I think the fastest yeah. I ever lasted was like 10 seconds, guys. That was awesome. Hey, man, I'm the guy who finishes quick and better, right? I got a patent on that. Yeah, one time I got a ticket going 80 in the 50 on the way to a party, and then I got a ticket going 90 in a 50 on the way back. Same night. So think about that. That's learning wow. your lesson. That sucks. That really did suck. That was horrible. I thought you're good, though. Oh, they man. can't give you double jeopardy, though. Oh, man. Well, that's why I thought it would actually help out. I went to court the same day. for Like, you got two of these? Yeah. How you doing, bud? Yeah, I call the judge Bud. All right, how about Mad Dog Chris Russo? He was all over the big news of James Harden <laughs> traded to the Brooklyn Nets. That's right. He's headed to Brooklyn to play with Kyrie Irving. And Mad Dog Chris Russo is a huge fan of Kyrie. The Kyrie Irving thing, if he wants to be a, uh, you know, a, a social uh, justice guy, fine. Give up the $40 million a year you make during the NBA and, and do it. You know, and make and make $20 an hour if that's what you want. The oh. fact that he didn't even <laughs> call Nash to tell him where yeah. he was oh. 90 uh, minutes goofy. before game time, that is inc- that's incredible that any guy he's would goofy. do that to his immediate boss. It's a joke. He's goofy. It's an absolute joke. Not calling his boss up to tell him what's going on. I don't care what the reason is. He's not sick. He doesn't have cancer. This is not a tragedy. We don't want to. W- the idea that we got to wish him well is is ridiculous. I mean, he's at birthday parties left and right, allegedly. Uh, you know, he's on Zoom right. calls with political candidates. Allegedly. I mean, I, this I mean, is not a there. guy who's got leukemia. Uh, so, I mean, leukemia? I, I, I have a major. Oh wow. it, it does not sit right with the fan. I'd be pretty serious if he had leukemia. Oh, my Bruce God. Bruce looking for I, a I, death I certificate. Get just to get out of work for a well, day. He went right from that to cancer. I mean, he, and he's he's naming the disease too. I mean, he's oh, not man. just throwing that. That's right. That's true. Very specific. Very specific diseases that he has. Jeez. Not just cancer. Just all going a little big. But yeah, Kyrie Irving didn't show up for work and didn't tell anyone. I mean, I've done that. I don't know if you guys have. I've done that before. I did the old. Um, <laughs> you know, my grandma passed away, and that's why I didn't call when I didn't show up. I did that at Future Stars when I was a tennis coach, and he said, he goes, I'm pretty sure you told me last month that your grandmother passed away already. And I said, oh, that's the other grandma. 
See, see, the grandma's great. I was sad. I'm just, I'm still trying to get past. You were a tennis instructor. (laughs) I was a tennis coach. Yes, I was. At a place called Future Stars. They paid you to put on short shorts, and you collected the check. You don't have to be Andre Agassi to teach a second grader. All right, you just throw the bounce the ball. Is that how that works? <laughs> you know, yeah, I would actually stand behind the net and like hit it, and I would keep hitting the net. So I was like, all right, we're not going to hit it anymore. We're going to throw it. So I would well, throw it. To well, them. Kyrie's close to what I did because he really did just get to the nets, and he's already pulling a no show. I got hired for a job, and my first day I called in and said I had a car accident and I couldn't make it, and then I just never showed up and hoped they on never your, called wait, me On back. your first day at the job? <laughs> On your yeah, first I day, had a job regret. That's what we call it, job regret. I accepted the most ridiculous job. It, it would have been the worst thing ever. It was, it was basically a door-to-door salesman job. Which, oh my god, can sounds, you imagine you doing that, ringing the doorbell? And it, was, and it was trying to lobby people to change their phone service. So if you had AT and T, oh I was my god, to to <laughs> you, you don't really it have was, the temperament for that. Imagine Eddie going door to door though, like you know, ring the doorbell. Hey, change your provider to AT and T, you <laughs> son of a bitch. <laughs> I'd rather not. Sorry. God, what do you mean, rather not? I'm having a really bad day. You know the traffic that we had here? I mean, do people know how to drive around this neighborhood? What are you doing? You making a left? Put the blinker on. Now take the AT&T. Okay, I will. Oh, my God. And as bad as that is, I think right now Eddie would take door-to-door salesman over working with Mad Dog Chris Russo. (laughs) But with Kyrie Irving, that is Jared Moore's dream job, to not have to show up and still be paid. Um, I've walked out of jobs. I've left them high and dry. I left shifts in the middle of an overnight shift to go to a club and then uh, came back to every single alarm in the building going off and 12 engineers. I mean, so we've all done these things, but he's doing it in a very special way. He was on a Zoom call with a district council member. I mean, you know, trying to get a nice paved sidewalk in front of his house. And this Zoom happens 30 minutes before tip-off, and that's the team that James Harden is joining as the Rockets trade the big guy over to the Brooklyn Nets. And New York City strip clubs rejoice. Hustler clubs, scores, Gallagher's, Rick's Cabaret. James Hardon is coming to town. And on Morning Men this week, before he was traded, Evan Cohen... Figured it out. He figured out James Harden's strategy, and James Harden's strategy worked because he got shipped right out of town, and we predicted it. Listen to Morning Man weekdays, 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern Time. James Harden looked enormous. There's no other way of saying it, and now I am convinced (laughs) that he's trying to eat his way out of Houston. He's putting on an extreme amount of weight. I mean, I think I'm convinced on purpose. I'm convinced on purpose. Yeah, I think I think he might be right, or at least like he doesn't care about his fitness. So maybe he's just not eating. You think if he was on the Lakers or the Clippers or the Sixers or or, you know who the Nets, you think he'd look like that? No chance in hell. No way. No way. I mean, sitting next to LeBron would his pregame meal be the entire menu? No, of course not. I mean, he's going to work out and care about the way he looks. LeBron's and eating like play. a quinoa bowl with like avocado, and Har- and Harden is eating a Big Mac pregame <laughs> <laughs> with like you know the fake cheese. He's just pouring into his mouth, whipped cream right into the mouth. <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah, that's going to really happen on a good team. Yeah, well, LeBron's sitting there eating hay, and then you know there's James Harden. Oh, I'll give you another hot dog. No way! Oh my God, uh, of, course, so of course, of course, he's of course he's like the pregame meal. You know, go all in. I want to see me and French fries on the bench. I want like a shot of the camera as it's like panning down. Everyone's sitting there. You know, somebody's drinking the pickle juice, the energy drink, and there's Harden dipping his French fries in mayonnaise, not ketchup. You know, you got to go all in. And so, yeah, that's what I want to see. The guy is clearly doesn't care about the way he looks right now. He's magnificent, I think, at this point. His body's beautiful. It's just a normal, average body on a professional athlete. You don't see it. 
actually he's tanking the way he's doing it. He's becoming a tank. That's how <laughs> he's, he's becoming doing. a tanking. He's becoming a tanking. <laughs> yeah, yeah. tanking. I ah, see. We predicted it, Alex Hardy. New York has had a void, a beloved fat athlete. The void that Bartolo Colon left is being filled by James Harden. I just can't wait to see Harden <laughs> come out there. Give him like number a hundred and actually just put his weight on the jersey. Just give him triple digits, like two twenty-five. Just James Larden is coming to Brooklyn, baby. The belly is coming to Brooklyn. And that's what it's all about, man. That's what it's all about. All right, coming up next on Mike Babchick's Morning After, Eddie Erickson's favorite term, the degenerate gambler, my mother, and my wife. That's all coming up next right here on Mike Babchick's Morning After. Time to hear the best audio of the week, according to Babchick. If Babs isn't in it, I'll be shocked because, you know, Babs picked it. This is Babchick's Morning After. Ah, uh, yes, and welcome back to Mike Babchick's Morning After right here at Mad Dog Sports Radio as we recap the happenings of the week that was on Channel 82. We got you covered with Eddie Erickson, the producer of Mad Dog Unleashed, for now. For now. For now. Oh, and there's Alex Hardy, <laughs> who just loves getting up this early as he produces Nightcap with uh, George Reister. Sleep, who needs it? Yeah, and then there's Jared Moore, who's... Between breaks, he's everything you would expect. Yes. Yes. Updating my my resume. Yes. And eats beef jerky. Every break, he has a little piece of beef jerky. And just what you expect. You know, there was some huge breaking news this week with Urban Meyer going to the Jacksonville Jaguars. I, for one, and I know, you know, you're in the business. You have to form an opinion. You know, I was a little bit, uh, hey, what do you think? Will he work out? Will he not? Will he leave? Will he stay? When I'm confused about things and I need a hardcore answer, yes or no, I go to Steve Torrey. Now, Steve Torrey from Mad Dog Daily will tell me, is Urban Meyer a good hire in Jacksonville or not? Let's hear it. I'm usually skeptical about the college guys coming over to the NFL, but not a guy like Urban Meyer. It's different. It's a different feel. Can I say with 100% certainty it's going to work? Yes. No, you can't say that. (laughs) But when you're 187 and 32 in 17 seasons and you want it every stop and you have that kind of persona, I think it's a good mix. Oh, that was great. (laughs) He went so, you really thought, right? For a minute, he was going to do it. I was so. He's going to do Urban Meyer. And like, can I say it with 100% certainty? No, actually, I can't. I I might be wrong. I mean, am I right? Am I wrong? Triple A Mad Dog 6. So, what what do you guys think? Uh, I would tell you that Urban Meyer is going to work out. <laughs> Urban Meyer is the one who's going to work out because of two words, Trevor Lawrence. Or is that three? No, that's two. Trevor Lawrence. And that's why, yeah, I got faith in Urban Meyer in Jacksonville. Is there something Steve Torrey could tell you that you'd actually be confident about? Wow, good one, Alex. Yes. I think there are three things that if Torrey talks about, he's going to convince you because he is so 100%. That's number one, peanut M&Ms. He will convince you that peanut M&Ms are amazing. It's right. the truth, though. Ted. Ted's an all-time funny movie. If you're like, eh, I don't know about that, talk to Steve Torrey about it. Funny He's moments. 100%. I don't know if it's an all-time funny movie. Depends how high you are when you're watching it. Well, <laughs> that leads to the third one, weed. <laughs> That's where we were going, guys. segue. That's where we were going, Eddie. You jumped the gun. And, of All course, right. yeah, of course, you're going to like peanut M&Ms and Ted when you're high. So those are the three things, the only three things that he speaks of where I'm like, all right, 100% confidence, he believes it, and now I believe it too. Now, right on the outside looking in is probably gambling. Now, when I think gambling, I think Vegas. And uh, we know who's in Vegas. JT the Brick. Brick at night, weeknights, 10 p.m. Eastern time right here on Channel 82. And this week he did a deep dive into sports talk radio and sports gambling. Listen to this. 
Let me get this out of the way. This is a very important point. You'll see more because it's the perfect storm. Gambling starting to become bigger, right? Get sports gambling starting. is getting biger on sports radio. <laughs> no, that's and that's people betting on football. JT, where and there's been? been a lot of people been doing it for 25 years. Now they're doing it legally. So there's more people in the room. Okay. Secondly, there's more degenerate gamblers oh, that don't know what go. they're doing. And here we all go. the people you, on social media who are screaming, here screaming about these coaches who Ugh. punt, these coaches who don't Uh-oh. go for two, are usually degenerate gamblers oh, who are losing their bet. Fact, He's talking fiction. about you, Babs. So whenever you see somebody on social media screaming about, oh, my God, they punted. Oh, my God, look at the analytics. Oh, my God, how could they do this? I promise you they have a bet that they're losing. Every one of them, every time. Just remember I told well, you that. Yeah. It's a dirty little, little sports oh, just radio wait. secret. So whenever you see someone tweet, I can't believe it. How are they punting? Why won't they go for it? They're on their own 38, but they're down. They need to go. They're losing their bleeping bet. <laughs> they're losing their bet. This and they guy. want to remind everybody that they're losing their bet and that they needed uh, to go for it to win their bet. Oh, Believe me, NFL coaches know what they're doing more than a degenerate gambler who bets 20 bucks on a game Uh-oh. with dirty white tennis shoes driving Uh-oh. a 1987 Toyota Corolla. They're living okay. all Phew. over Vegas Phew. with people right. trying to tell I you now how to coach an NFL Phew. game as they sit in a sports book and have a dirty water frankfurter oh. and they're oh. sitting there screaming, <laughs> screaming with a mask on at a sports book having no, a no. dirty hot dog that was sitting at the bottom of some water at the end, and they're getting it for two bucks with their credit on their $10 bet. All right. You know, listen. Wow. You got a lot of, hey, JT, I, I, take of a, anger. I take offense to the Camry part, but everything else you nailed. All right. Uh, <laughs> I, I drive a Honda say, Civic. How happy would you be right now, Bab, sitting in a sports book with a $2 hot dog? Oh, my God. I drink that water. Yeah, past the dirty water. I would drink it. I I don't drive a Camry. I drive a Civic. And what the hell was Mike Vrabel doing? Vrabel showed absolutely no guts. Didn't even have the smarts. What are you doing punting the ball at the 40-yard line on fourth and two in a game that you're behind, 17 to 13? What are you even doing? Giving the ball back to Lamar Jackson and Frank Reich. What are you doing going forward on fourth down? We're up 10 to 7. And that's got nothing to do with the fact that I had the Colts and the Titans. Nothing to do with it whatsoever. Of course I bet on the game. If you're hearing me have passion, it's because I've lost a bet. It's never when you win it. It's always when you lose it. Yes. Same thing Eddie goes with Mad Dog Chris Russo, right? When he's really screaming and yelling, it's because he lost cash on it, correct? Generally speaking, I mean, he still gets into the, He likes bashing the coaching and second-guessing Monday morning quarterback, whatever you want to call it. But generally speaking, there's, there's an ulterior motive. But everything seems to break in his favor, though, so he doesn't really yell a lot about that. No, you know, the, the rich gambler, please. Yeah. I don't do want to hear it. Why does the rich gambler bother? They the can't rich, lose. I mean, they could always pay their way out of it. They There's can't no fear. They, they will bet their way out of it. Exactly. <laughs> they just keep betting until you win. <sighs> How about the gambler who's wearing the white tennis shoes who That's lost the, the bet on Sunday, and now yes. they can't bet for a week yes. to make it up? Yes. I mean, yes. so, yo, the rich boy, the rich get richer. And I love JT. We got to fix this degenerate gambler, and he, and he says it with a hard D. Yeah. That really bothers me. <laughs> Really bothers me. Oh, I don't like that. So we got to we got to fix that. Yeah, he should just so said, he should have just said Babcheck. Yeah, <laughs> I'd rather just, just say Babcheck. Say my name. Say my name. So Eddie doesn't like the hard D. That's oh, I, I hate that degenerate kids oh. with anger. Oh, <laughs> the, yeah. The, I, I, I heard you, Babs. Scum of the earth. <laughs> yeah, Eddie didn't get what I was saying there, but that's okay. I'm so upset <laughs> about the degenerate. He missed the hard D joke. Oh boy, right. I love when JT describes me on the air, though. It makes me feel so good. Just throw in the pleather jacket next time. And he really did <laughs> he really nail did. it. He really did nail it, though. <laughs> and it's a Honda Civic. Get it right.
All right, how about Mad Dog Chris Russo? Speaking of betting, let's see. I mean, I know he had a bet this weekend, oh, and I, I'm sort of interested to see if it correlated in his opinions. Shocking. Boy, how about my trifecta over the weekend? I had the Rams on a money line yeah, with the over, and then in a she, separate play, I had Cleveland on a money did. line in the over. So oh I took God. the Browns and the Rams on money lines. Two teams on the road, not taking the points oh, with the did. Alabama over. I mean, in two separate scenarios and parlays. Of course that's, you that, did. that's never going to happen again. I should quit. I mean, that's as good as it gets. Yeah, but if it does, you'll tell us. I mean, and you quit, know, your, and quit your job, too. <laughs> I'm sorry. There's, there's a pandemic. There's nobody in the stadiums. There's no home field advantage. Road dogs doesn't mean squat this year. T- tell that to the plus 250 he got on Cleveland. With the numbers he's playing with, plus 250 oh and God. then plus 155 on the Rams. That's quite oh a Oh, my God. That, that, that payout's more than all three of us make this year. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Well, maybe not Babs, but definitely the other two. <laughs> Notice how quiet I got. I mean. <laughs> and really, is, is it really even an accomplishment when you have his kind of money to take a money line parlay on a positive? There's no, no risk. It's not. There's no risk. How about the risk of you can't pay for exact, your mortgage? That's then the risk. you got Show the real me juice. something. Yeah. Show me something. You know, that guy's never sweat a bet. Yeah. You know, how about when you have nothing yeah. left in the bank give account? Me, give me one of Timmy's tuition payments. Let him miss the full semester. And <laughs> <laughs> we're talking a bet. Yeah. All right. Now time for something fascinating that happened on Morning Man with Evan Cohen and Mike Baptrick this week. Weekdays, 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern Time. The school did a great job. Seriously, they uh, had all the kids take COVID tests for all the kids. My kids were having a little trouble spinning the tube, so I helped them out a tad, and I spit in the tube for them and stuff. But it was their spit. It was mixed together. Nah, it's fine. It was good. So my mother heard that story, and she's like, make sure you call me and let me know the news. You know? So I was like, all right. But I don't want to talk to my mom. So I had my doctor... Um, call my mother and oh, no. uh, give the good news that I oh, that no. I don't have COVID or anybody else. All right, so here we go. My doctor calling Susan Babchick, my mother. Hello? Hello? Did you Hello, get- hi. Yes, I did. This is Dr. Alan Cornster. Thanks for returning my call. It's about Michael's uh, COVID-19 test. He spit for what, Sam what and Joey. What are you talking about? Well, Michael, <laughs> spit, Michael spit into a spittoon for Joey and Sam <laughs> to get into, back into school. I know, you're an idiot. Well, I know the good news is they're back in school, but the bad news is when we tested Michael's saliva, he's not positive for COVID-19, but he's got a bad case of syphilis and gonorrhea. Could could happen to a young adult under your watch. We're not quite sure. Goodbye, Michael. This is Dr. (laughs) Pornsack. He's got syphilis and gonorrhea. It's serious. Very funny. He doesn't have COVID, though, and the kids are okay. That's good news. See you later. He's like Jack, though. Oh my god. <laughs> my mother thought that was me. She thought that was me though. The whole time she thought That's it was me. She's calling me a moron. I'll talk to you later. She thought that was me. That is insane. So that didn't really go well. So uh yeah, then uh, my doctor called my wife. My wife had to know the results too. Called the the landline. Listen to us. Oh no. <laughs> oh, this is Dr. Allen. I've got some information about Michael's COVID test. Wow, great Michael's pick. not positive. It came up with a case of gonorrhea. And we needed to contact all people that may have had relations with him. Okay, good. I don't care about him. Goodbye. <laughs> uh, thank you for calling Dr. Allen Pornstock. I'm glad you care about his gonorrhea and syphilis. Have a good day. <laughs> <laughs> it's 
ridiculous. <laughs> what a racing. What a, that was great. Oh my God. <laughs> That's the point. You know what the uh, best part is? That Beth answers the phone with a screaming baby, not really knowing the bit, and just answers the phone. And that's what you get. What if that was a real call? <laughs> if that was a real call from someone. And then your mother, that's the best. She doesn't, she doesn't understand that she's not even speaking to you. No, my mother and, and, can't hear. And I love you, Conal. The guy is amazing. He just plows through. Doesn't he just, matter. He, <laughs> he don't care. The baby's screaming, hello, who, what? Just Dr. Alvortak, right how you are? You got a Rhea and uh, Siblings, <laughs> gets, how are you? Gets all, he gets all his lines in, everything. That was the best. I want him to whip me up some of that horse sauce this weekend, maybe. Maybe you can do that for me. Oh, that's <laughs> right. The special sauce. The Putinesca sauce. I didn't realize it. Now let me know, and you can look it up online. That's called horse sauce. So, yeah, I'm going to go to my wife uh, this weekend and say, hey, honey, can you whip me up some horse sauce? I'm extra <laughs> hungry. Uh, I tried to get Jackie to do that. She just looked at me. <laughs> Your wife said no. Then, <laughs> yeah. Well, what if you just have a whore cook you some sauce? Is that does that count? No, I, that's not the way you got to do it. You got to do it the other way. Everyone get some canned horse sauce this weekend in honor of. Uh, the Surprised great that never took off. UConn Al. <laughs> and my mother did call me, by the way, after that. And she was like, Michael, I don't like you pranking me. I'm like, I didn't. Like, that wasn't you. Oh, my God. Who was I talking to? Was that UConn Al? So now, now <laughs> she the, clearly how, knows. How she sad knows. is that that your mother knows UConn Al? <laughs> That's not sad. I find that great. He's a part of the family. Uh, you can hear him all the time on Morning Men with Evan Cohen and Mike Babchick, weekdays 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern time. You know, before I get out of here, you know, I was thinking about my family. I, I am worried. My daughter looks just like me, and, and oh, I, that is scary. And, like, poor, imagine my face poor, with long blonde kid. hair. Yeah, and then right now it's still cute, but she's going to turn into me. Oh, and if things get ugly for my daughter, she better be good at other things if she oh. wants to be popular. Don't wow. you think? <laughs> yeah, the extracurricular activities. <laughs> I'm just looking out for her and her well-being. <laughs> and, Steve Torrey, before we go, what was your thoughts on the show today? So that's, uh, we, we made it. Uh, yeah, woohoo! This is Steve Torrey coming at you here on North Oak Sports Radio. Woohoo! <laughs> Sports Radio! Yeah, oh, Mike Babchick's morning after in the books. Don't forget, tweet at Babchick and let me know what you want to hear on Babchick's morning after, not to be confused with the morning after. Which one's better? Hmm. Don't answer that. Until next time, it's time to get my weekend on. This was Mike Babchick's Morning After. Now time to put your head down and start the walk of shame. Talk to you next time. If there is next time.